The Hideous Creature Show. Call it, Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. Look, Douglas, you're an excellent doctor, but you're also a life wire maverick, who, when he's not bucking the system, is biting the hand that feeds, which, in your case, is this hand. Now, I'm not about to tell the immediate family of the deceased that we're going to have to burn what remains of his body in order to close the portals to another dimension. I just won't do it. This hospital's got a reputation, which I intend to keep. I've yet to see any demons on the ward, and I'm particularly observant. So go back to your lab and make me a pill that can cure banners, or I'll kick your ass so hard you'll be able to build a pool in the footprint. From the City of Roses, Portland, Oregon, inside 2202, a.k.a. the Brooklyn Zoo, via the internet. The date is Saturday, December 13th, 2014, and I am one of your hosts, and my name is June. And my name is Jenny. And this, this is the Hideous Creature Show, episode number 211. Thank you for coming along and playing fake radio with us on the internet. I have a story, and I've been waiting a long time. We haven't I know. Had, we haven't been together in a long time. It has. Been a really long time. And I've been saving this just for you because I don't know why. Well, I haven't even talked to you really, other than, you texting. know, texting here and there. But right. so you wouldn't even have been able to tell me. I tried to use telepathy, but uh, evidently that does not exist. That must have been when That's I woke up in, in the middle of the night. Ah! Ah, June's trying to tell yeah, me. All something. I do is start your period prematurely. <laughs> like, fuck, he's got his spells wrong. <laughs> They're mixed. <laughs> okay, so. I am, I'm totally convinced that I am female repellent at this point in my life. And, uh, and I'll tell you, this is, this is just one encounter I had with the woman. This is the kind of the funniest one I had. And, um, I'd met this girl, it was at a gathering, a group of friends and, and A magic such. the gathering? Exactly. And, uh, there was a girl there and, and it, I wasn't hitting on her or anything like that. It was one of those moments where I just went, hey, how you doing? She's like, oh, I'm good. And I go, I introduce myself. She introduces herself. And we start talking. And I'm going, holy shit. This, in, you know, the inner monologue mm-hmm. in my head is I'm going, this girl is really, really cool. Like, I, she has all, I have a checklist of qualities that I like in a woman. And, and they started all, you know, being checked off pretty quick in the conversation. And uh, uh, like, oh, she's she's pretty. I find her very attractive. That that's a bonus. She articulates well. That's good. She seems to be knowing what she's talking about and very precise about what she's talking about. For instance, the conversation that we're having, I'm on a journey. Like I'm like listening to it and everything, and all this stuff. And we just we know we just start talking, and it's great. And uh, and and then she says this joke. And, and I'm going, oh, good. She's got a sense of humor. This is going to be good. And it was a terrible joke. And she goes, like, looks at me like, is that funny? And I go, I think that joke was so bad it gave me cancer. She kind of gave me this look to where she's like kind of fucking with me. You know, like the joke was bad on purpose. So she was testing me to see if... I was going to be bullshit artist and laugh at her joke, but instead I bluntly said her joke sucked. And she looked at me and she goes, she goes, there is nothing funny about cancer. And I look at her and I'm like, I already have the loaded retort in my head. And I go, not even clown cancer? She just looks at me, nods her head and walked away. It's like, how do you not just say that? There's nothing funny about cancer. What do you say to that? What does a normal person say? They say, even clown cancer? Right? Is that yeah. That's hilarious, right? And I thought, well, this is perfect. She's funny. She's going to laugh at the joke. She has a satirical sense of humor like I do. But evidently, <laughs> that wasn't funny. And, and she walked away. Well... That sucks, but at least you you kind of you kind of uh, saved yourself some time of like maybe getting to know this girl and and being not yourself, and then her finding out that you think clown cancer is funny, and then the relationship ending. You just went ahead and like nipped it at the bud, and we're like, "Do you think clown cancer is funny?" <laughs> no, see ya. 
So maybe this could be like a bar. So I dodged a bullet. Right. Maybe this could be a bar that you set. Every time you meet a girl, just ask her, do you think clown cancer is funny? If she says yes, keep that bitch. She says no, see ya. See ya, Susan. I agree with you because somebody that is that angry at somebody for making a joke like that, I wouldn't. Right. Wouldn't be able to get along right. with Right, it anyway. wouldn't be the girl for you right. in the long run. But that's a funny joke, right? Yeah. Am I right? It's pretty funny. If you had somebody that you had met say that and you weren't expecting it, you would you I would laugh. have laughed. And what's funny is I told that story that I just told you at another party a couple, like a week after, and it was a bunch of guys around me and I was telling the story and as soon as I said clown cancer, they all lost it. Of they all they doubled did. over and laughed and I went, I'm right. I'm right in this one. I know I'm right. I'm not the asshole. She just needs to lighten up a little bit. So there goes my future ex-girlfriend. Yep. But You saved yourself years of, you know, disappointment down the road. Right. What if she had laughed at the joke, but inside was completely offended by it, and that just kind of was... You know, like an ember on a fire. Like, and just then, started off yeah. pissed. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, <laughs> I just get stabbed in the face, you know, in my sleep. You just saved your own right. life. Here's your clam cancer, you fucker. Exactly. Anyway, and so, you're like, what? That happened like 14 years ago. She's like, oh, right. I've been holding it in this whole time. All right. And then uh, not long after that, because uh, I have such a low tolerance for alcohol, and I went to a, another get-together and had... I don't know how many beers I had. I know I had a little wine and some beers and I think a shot, which, you know, in my head from being a drinker in the past doesn't really equate a lot. But my body says different because it has no tolerance for alcohol. I am floor drunk. I don't really remember much uh, after Plus, this. Plus, your old like drunken ways, or, like your old drunk memory kicks in and you're, you think that you can do it. Right. Even if you're like, you don't know if you're ever blacked out right. until it's too late, you it's, know? It's like I ran a marathon like five years ago and I just was like, fuck, there's a marathon in town. I'm going to go run in I a marathon. I can do it. Right. But, I did uh, it before. Yeah, I got yelled at by some girl then. And I felt really bad. I was like, oh, I, I am such an asshole. I'm just going to stop drinking for a while. And I, I, I have. And you have. Taking a break. But yeah, that's not helping. But I, what I think it is, is my strategy with women is to fuck with them a little bit at first because that's how I am as a person. It is. And I figure if they can take that, then it's fine. Right. Then they'll laugh about it and then, you know. I think that's a good strategy because like knowing for what I know from when I was single and dating and especially like online dating and trying to meet people and you try to like cram in, uh, let's like learn what we're all about in bullshit. like an hour at right. the bar. Right. Um, everybody acts bullshit. Everybody acts c- completely not like they are. I keep it real. And it takes a while for you to learn like this person's a total douche. Right. Why did they act like they were into all the same? Why did they act like they were into Edie Brickell like I am when they're not? You, you it's a deal don't breaker for me. You don't even know what a new bohemian is, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> I'm not aware of too many things. I'm aware. You're an asshole. It's true. Just come out and just. No, I I have a very honest approach. Right. And now that that I'm horrible at it, I've decided to start playing music again because that's the only way I can meet women. That's that's the only way I can do it. It's a good way too because girls will girls will. I'm not doing the work on that. Yeah, they girls will do anything for a musician and they don't care what kind of person you right. are. You play a guitar? I wear yep. Depends. I'm 43. I wear Depends. I just shit myself right in the oh, middle of this sentence. But you play a guitar? Yeah, I play a guitar. Let's go back to your used, place. I used to teach. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? There you go. You got some Depends at your house? Because these <laughs> ones are full. These things are loaded. I did not bring a backup. Loaded. <laughs> All right. So Jenny and I did a little super sleuthing. We built a time machine that was basically a cardboard box with two holes cut out, you know, like portholes, one for Jenny and one for myself. Uh, we shared a lawn chair, so we both really couldn't fit in it. And then we just plugged a Atari 2600 controller into it and pushed the little red button and we got to see the future. Um, and we've decided to share this with you, the listener, 
and uh, we're going to give you a little peep into what the what the future has. <laughs> so I figure we could just go back and forth, Jenny, if you want to go first. Uh, okay. Get this ball rolling. Well, I've been noticing a lot lately that the world right now is obsessed with giant butts. <laughs> and the one butt that they are particularly obsessed with is Kim Kardashian's butt. I don't, I don't like using that name. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but in the future, a Kardashian is going to be elected president. Oh, shit. I don't know which one. One of those fucking airheaded bitches. <laughs> Whichever one runs, my money's going to be on Kim because she's got the whole Kanye connection, too. They've got the money to back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it started with Reagan, you know? You got Reagan, then you got the governator. Like, we're, we're fast approaching a celebrity president. I mean, besides Reagan. Right. Like, you know, and, and there's going to come a time when it's going to be a female. Maybe Hillary will pave the way for a Kardashian to move in there. So you actually get a real politician first, and then it's all down. And then it's down. And then it's just going to be like, who has the biggest butt, the most money, and right. we've all seen naked is important. Right for the right. public, because I know we've talked about this on the show before. The it, the idiocracy prediction. Oh yeah, that's coming true. Is people are getting stupider and stupider and stupider, and they're going to elect the stupidest of all to lead us. Right? Do you think that? I, I have no idea, but like maybe in reality, the president isn't the person in charge. I mean, oh, absolutely. Like, not in charge, but like it's just a it's, it's a just a position, head. right? It's a figurehead. Yeah. There's not really anything there. And what? And why not have like a beautiful figurehead with a giant boiled up ass, right? And big like and just like a tip plopping out all the time. Every once in a while, a nip slip in the <laughs> White House might not be a bad thing. I'm sorry. And then the the boob that keeps coming out on accident, quote unquote, mm-hmm. becomes a celebrity itself. It has a name. Well, and it would help with you know the other countries. Maybe she'll show them a tit, then they won't bomb us. I mean, there's a lot of things that could go, you know, in our favor. Right. Well, that, yeah. Well, we should just look into that. Like, try it once. Yeah, we just need to What do we have it. to lose? Like, Cuba's like all pissed off. You like flop a boob out and they're like, And they're oh. like, ah, oh, ha, 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 Kardashian. Yeah. see what, I don't and then, know why that was now, an Asian accent. <laughs> and now we're friends. So, but what's going to happen because of this is going to be the opposite effect of what we hope is going to happen. And it's going to bedrock us. Uh-oh. Do you know what, you know what I mean by that? I do. We're going to be, we're going to go back to the stone ages because of this shit. And we're all going to have like elephants in as our dishwashers and like birds playing our records and shit. And they're like, it's a living. Right. We're going to have to, we're going to like enslave all the animals. Right. You have a Tasmanian to, devil that lives under your sink and it yeah, works and he's, as a, uh, he's a garbage, garbage disposal. disposal. Right. And, and we're going to have to, yeah, porcupine sewing machines, the whole bit. Porcupine, uh, Hairbrushes. Hairbrush, yeah. yeah. We're going to, so not only is this going to fuck up the human race, but the poor animals, man, they're going to be our slaves now is what's going to happen. And eventually they're going to get pissed. They're going to kill Kim Kardashian, the elephants first. They're going to just get Stomper. her. Stomper. Well, there's nothing and, more dangerous than a stomping pissed off elephant, especially it's if true. it's in the White House. But then what's going to happen fr- from that is it's going to be, it's going to actually be the best thing that ever happened to us. Do tell. And we're going to go back to living. I must living, have been asleep during this time. We're going to go back to living the way that we should and living off the land. Ooh. So that's that's what's going to happen. Everybody will have like a, a, a bear or some sort of animal counterpart. Yeah. I like it. What would your of life. what would be your animal? What animal would you like to befriend? Like in like let's say hmm. during that society, you uh, in order to become an adult, you have to go out into the world and find a companion animal. I know I want one that's like a little bit scary to mm-hmm. be a little bit intimidating to my foes. Like teeth and claws. Yeah, okay. maybe maybe I would go the weird route and get get a fucking sloth. Those things are weird. <laughs> <laughs> you could use it as a backpack. You don't even, uh, they, right. yeah. Nobody even knows what they're capable of. They're use, by then, they have mind powers. And they're the weirdest looking things ever. They have those two weird feet. Right. Things. The claws. Yeah. The holders. I think I'm going sloth. 
slow. Plus, they're not too fast moving, and I kind of like that about them. Right. Even if you fell asleep and it tried to get away, you yeah. catch it. I wake up eight hours later; it's like ten feet away. Right. He's all he's he's just coming back from looking to see if you're you know yeah. you're coming to get him. He's <laughs> dead, just like fuck, you are so slow. You're so so what, would, slow. what would yours be? I don't know. I think that I would want a multitasking animal, probably a buffalo. Because I could ride it, I could I could trample people with it. Yeah. And if the store was closed and I need to get inside, boom, right through the doors. Plus, you could probably taunt on it if you needed to, and you'd cut it open, and you could get right in the right. belly well, to be warm. Well, I would definitely extend its asshole so that I didn't have to kill it. I could just crawl you'd in. Crawl there. in. Right. And I could peep through his mouth like he'd open his mouth He's and like, be like, oh, "Look, what's going on, Billy?" Right. <laughs> his name would be Billy. Billy, Billy, the, Billy buffalo. the buffalo. <laughs> Is that of it? Course. You have any more? Um, I also uh, predicted that um, in my life, what's going to happen to me is that my daughter is definitely going to win The Voice and oh, I'm going to so. be set for life and be in, be in the rich house. You're going to have to stand in a fucking bucket during that because you're going to be crying know, so much true. when that child wins that, that show. Do you watch that show? No. I don't either. No, is, but it's like I don't, the, is it America's Got Talent or The Voice? I don't know which one's which because no, they're different shows. The Voice is the one that they turn the chairs around and like ushers on it, and right. they flip around. Like it's supposed to be like I judge you by your voice instead of how you look. Ah. Except for everybody on it is still beautiful. Like it's not like they get some fuggo right. on there, and they're like, I can't believe that that Down syndrome woman can sing like an angel. They're all like supermodels anyway. Those two juggalos making out, man. Yeah, God, they really sang that Garth Brooks song really well. Yeah. Was that Patsy Cline? You guys singing Patsy Cline? Yeah, and it's just like a a torso. Right. (laughs) With the fucking clown makeup on. (laughs) Fucking that that juggalo torso is fucking talented. (laughs) That he, he, she, what is that? What's her name? Brett? What? (laughs) Yeah, so that that's all that's all I came up with uh, in my future predictions. But I think we're all going to be better for it. Yeah, I think so too. All right, I got a couple things, and this okay. is some serious some serious thought that I put into this. Our time machine actually, we're going to pull the curtain back. It didn't go anywhere. Jenny and I sat there. We ate one of those uh, THC gummy bears and <laughs> went on a journey. That's about it. We got real nervous. I see that in the future uh, there's going to be LED shirts. That people will wear and it will have, instead of, you know, how static shirts are now, there's just one saying on it. Like Mountain Dew. Right. These fuckers are going to have images that encompass the entire shirt, move around, change, say, I fucked my girlfriend, Becky. You know, all different kinds of whatever you want. You could program it. You could put your your my face bullshit on there. I, I-, I, think, that that, I think that that's actually going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The next, and then there'll be like advertisements that, that you have to, that right. you're required to have on your shirt too, right. that you can't fast forward through. Right. Like McDonald's or some mm-hmm. bullshit like that. The next thing I have is uh, everything will be on sale all the fucking time. It's constant doorbuster. Constant. There will never be your pain. You know, this is just a normal price. That will never happen. Everything will constantly be on sale. Everything must go on everything. Candy from Toothpicks to fucking cars. Everything will constantly be on sale. There will never be a non-sale time. <laughs> I have to tell you too, I hate I hate the word doorbuster as much as I hate the word cash cow and as much as I hate the term dads and grads <laughs> you and clusterfuck. Clusterfuck. And I use all those. Oh my God. Do you use dads and grads? Doorbuster is my new thing though <laughs> with you. When I come over to your house and be like, oh my God. I got these doorbuster savings. It was and a I, dads and grads. I love door. I love savings, but I do not like doorbusters. No. Uh, the next thing I have is versus movies. That's going to be a thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, remember back in the day they would have, uh, I don't know, fuck face versus douchebag. And they were always, you know, fighting each other. There's always the VS period. Mm-hmm. They're going to, that's going to be the new movie thing. They're gonna It'll be, be like versus, Transformers versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It'll be, um, what's his name? Iron Man versus Godzilla or something like that. Yeah. Like something absolutely crazy. What Do you think that they'll even take it to the next level and it'll be like Shawshank Redemption versus Independence Day? God, I hope so. So it'll be like the doorbuster of blockbusters. Right. And it's a dads and grads piece. Yeah. 
I hope so. That sounds good. <laughs> we should do that for another show. Just come up with like movie inside of movie. Like you start watching it one way, like it starts off Shawshank Redemption, but ends, ends Independence yeah. Day. And they're like, welcome to Earth, motherfucker. Welcome to Shawshank, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's an alien right. and Will Smith's there all of a sudden. <laughs> I like it. I would probably still cry. Uh, this is something I have an idea is when 3D printers actually start coming out and they start... Uh, being available. Being available and being good. I think we're yeah. going to go through half a decade of just this thing producing stuff that's like a six-sided dice. Eh, now we have enough to play Yahtzee. Yeah. Um, but I think that once it gets uh, more developed, that it's going to st- we're going to start being able to, to do better things on it, to print better things. With the technology of the internet and everything being kind of available when you want it and people actually starting to take time to learn things on the internet, that home surgery <laughs> and home dental things are going to start coming in. For instance, you break a tooth, fuck it. 3D print, print a tooth and put that shit in yourself. And I think that's going to happen. Like people will be like, fuck it. My tooth broke. Well, I'll scan. This is the, you know, the size of my tooth. You know, you shoot it with a, a like a, you know how your picture, uh, you, uh, the camera on that, the camera right. on the computer will scan your face, figure out how big your tooth is. And you could just 3D print it, put your tooth back in. Like you lose a crown, fuck going to the dentist and paying $3,000 for that. You have all the information, just like you can have your pres- your eye prescription. Right. Now you just go online and use the numbers for your eye prescription and have your glasses sent to you. You'll have the dimensions of your crowns and just have your 3D printer print a crown so you don't have to go to the dentist anymore and spend $3,000. You put, I don't know, couple uh, bucks worth of porcelain in the fucking thing and boop, you got a new tooth. That's pretty good. You're looking at me like, I think it'll happen. I I, I really want to see one of those 3D printers in action too. Or just like make a stapler what or whatever it, it is, you know. What if it turns you on? You're like, oh. Maybe that's my new fetish. Like, that's probably a thing. I bet if you be. Google 3D printer fetish, there's probably like five nerds out there right, that are right. J-O into 3D print, printed staplers. Right. You have to whatever. actually bust the nut before the Hermione Graver, you know, thing is developed in there. It prints all the way like, ah! Um, and this one, uh, I think is going to happen. Is that there? Now, this is more of a clairvoyant moment that I had. These are all predictions based on, you know, speculate. Well, no, these are educated guesses. I think that inevitably those things will happen. However, this next one is more of a clairvoyance, like I was touched by an angel and had a vision. And that is there will be a Welcome Back Cotter reboot of some sort. Either a TV show or a movie will be coming out, but watch for it. That... They did Starsky and Hutch. Mm -hmm. They even did 21 Jump Street, which isn't totally the same genre, but they've done, um, yeah, that I think it's going to happen. And Travolta could Tista live. He could totally make a cameo. Right. He could be like Barbarino's dad. Bring bring these sweat hogs back. Right. They did Superfly. Right. Didn't they do that? What's his name? Played, uh, Shaft. They did Shaft. They did. Yeah. Well, they did Black Dynamite, which was like a t- take on. That was really Shaft. good. Was that really was surprisingly good. I thought that that would be crappy. It was really it was good. good. It was really good. So, if anybody has some ideas of things that they maybe have have visions of, maybe or actually built a working time machine, uh, let us know, and we will uh, tell. We'll talk about it amongst ourselves, and then if they're good enough, when we get enough, we'll talk about them on the show. Hopefully our show will still be going by the time all of your predictions come to fruition. Oh, this I, is, this I, is another one I got. I think that I think that you're onto something here. Mine were, mine was more like a, a fantasy, but I think I think that that shit's actually going to happen. I do too. I, I see our show, I see us both being old and still doing this shit. But I, then, wait, I, well, I'm seeing more into the future. We're both dead and your kids are listening to it and laughing their asses off. I think that we could take our microphone mounts and mount them onto walkers and we'll just walk around the mall and and, com- and comment on the youth these days. That'll be what our podcast right. is going to morph into. And we'll be right 100% of the time. We're like, pull up your pants. Ah, you're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Everybody will be so vain by then. There will be the equivalent of a mirror. 
You know, it's in front of yeah, mounted right in, front in front of, of everyone. Right. And they'll be able to take pictures of themselves. Have you heard? So speaking of that, have you heard of this new thing that actually exists called a selfie stick? Oh, yeah. Well, I posted that on our web page. Oh, you did? As like uh, selfie sticks of the newest douchebag uh, accoutrement. Yeah. So that's kind I mean, that might as well be a selfie mirror. You just like right. hold a mirror out in front of yourself and walk around town with it. It's fun. I mean, that's basically what it is. Uh it's funny you say that. Yesterday, I was actually online because I saw somewhere in the window of this place. I forgot what it was. I was assuming it was like a uh, like a place that has shows or something. And mm-hmm. they had a sign that said "No selfie sticks." Uh-uh. And it had a little. It had a uh, a picture of somebody getting bonked in the head with the uh, GoPro camera while they're trying Jesus to take a selfie. Christ. Yeah. So you don't. Need it is really thing. annoying. Now, I'm, I mean, not that I go to a ton. Life. I haven't seen one either. But I, not that I go to a ton of shows. Um, but it is really annoying when you go to a show and all you see is everyone's camera yeah. being held up, recording or taking a picture, or it's just constant. I hate it. And they, you know, it shows now they can't say. You used to be able to say no cameras. Like no one brought their giant cameras out of the house with them. Now everybody has a handheld personal computer right. slash camera slash whatever. And that's the device you want to see and hear a music yeah. show on <laughs> Really, in, in retrospect. You're like, you know what was great is last night, I don't really remember because I was busy fucking recording the whole thing. And it sounds like shit and I can't really see anything. Yeah. Fucking dummies. Craniumus inus rectumus is the appropriate term for people like that. They're hmm. suffering from cranium head up your ass. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. But anyway, send us your uh, predictions for the future, guys and gals, and we'll post them. But, all right. Let's jump into a fake break. When we come back, we got some douchebags for you. So stick around. <laughs> hey, do you think it's okay to leave the baby in the car? Of course, the window's cracked open. Hold it right there, people. It's never, ever okay to leave a baby in the car. But we're only going in for a couple of beers. Let's pretend for a second that your baby is a stereo system. I don't follow you. I can't play cassettes in a baby. What I mean is you wouldn't leave your valuable hi-fi stereo in a car, would you? No way. Somebody'd steal it. Exactly. A healthy baby is worth ten to twenty thousand dollars on the internet, even if it's Chinese. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Dollars and cents. This is Deputy Raynisha Williams. Keeping it real, real safe. We have returned from fake break. Uh, Jenny, there was a long time ago, I think this is, I don't know, it was a couple years ago, where Patrick, who for anybody that maybe doesn't know, Pat, we used to have a third host on the show. His name is Patrick. And uh, it was one of those older shows. Uh, we killed him. Yes, Patrick is dead now. He's <laughs> in my backyard. Uh, there was myself, Jenny, and Patrick, and we all made... An oath. Now, this is back in the day when shows would take six hours to record because we would get hammered. We'd have to leave four times to go get another 18 pack of beer. So it took a really long time. Yeah, it time. took a long time. That, and then who knows, you know, maybe somebody gave us Adderall <laughs> and we decided to do Adderall during the show. <laughs> oh, God. Or other things. So uh, there was a time when we made a, a pact because when you're drunk and you're with your friends and every, you're trying to make each other laugh, you think you're the funniest motherfuckers right. on the planet. Well, we were like, that's it. It's over. It's, it's a fact that we're funny, so let's do stand-up. And so we made a pact, all of us, to do stand-up. We were going to write it and perform it on the show, which we never did. Right. And then we were going to perform it live as yeah. well. Yeah. And... It's way harder than, like, I couldn't even, it, like, I never have had writer's block in my life because I've never really been a writer or tried to write anything, but I had writer's block. It was like, how it's, do you be funny? I don't know. 
It's it's very hard. I don't know how to be funny. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of, a little bit ago, probably about a couple months ago, I decided that you know what? I think I'm going to try it. I'm going to start writing jokes, start writing stuff down. I got this all these legal pads that I write down ideas on constantly, and I was like, all right, I'm going to dedicate one of these to writing jokes and kind of you know taking perspectives and bending them to make them funny. And <laughs> I got some stuff down, but not a lot. Everything was just kind of half-assed. Like, let's start with this idea, but no punchline to it. And I decided I think I should just go try stand-up because from everybody I've heard, from every comedian I've heard, people that I know and people that I don't know, from fuckface McGillicuddy to Louis C.K., says that you just need to get up on stage and do it. You need to bust that cherry to get that rid of that fear of doing it. And I went, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go watch some stand-up, and then I'll just get on the list, go up there, and ad-lib. I do the show. We ad-lib all this shit. Why can't I just be funny on stage? I got what I think is a two-minute set you get. And I got there, and I started watching people, and, you know, there were some funny people. Some put, it Was it like, Helium? Yeah, it was... It was it was the one right down the street. I forget what it's called. It's not helium though. Okay. It was it was a smaller a smaller. Okay. Club. And uh, I get there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this shit. And some people were good, like I said. Some people were just terrible. And I I chickened out. You did. I totally chickened out. I I I was in there. I started getting real uncomfortable because I was walking there and up in my head, of course. Um, you know, people after my two minute set are basically going to pay for a plane ticket for me to go to LA and start writing on, on these sitcoms. <laughs> Conan, a, a yeah. talent scout is there. Shit, you're going to have to break up your time between Conan, late night, Saturday SNL. night live. You got all this shit you're going to need to do. And, you know, kind of a spring in my step, I had a, I went and bought a, you know, that box wine you can get. It's like. Right. Know. It's a little, a, a little handheld box. Right. And yeah. I drank that on the way there. And I got there. I didn't even order a drink. As soon as I walked in, there were so many people that were just there and so many comedians because you only get two minutes. And I don't know how long it lasted because I didn't stay very long. And I just, I got there. My mouth started sweating, which is a new funny thing that happens evidently (laughs) when you're freaked out. And uh, I was laughing, but I couldn't really laugh. I was like, couldn't fidget in my seat. It was hot and cold for some reason. And I basically got up and left after about maybe 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. And I totally chickened out and I'm leaving the place in my head, the monologuing in my head, you fucking pussy. You're going to walk out the door and you're going to fucking, you're just going to, you're going to totally puss out on you, aren't you? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm pussing out. This is, I'm not going up there. There's no way. And I, I just, I, fucking freaked out. I couldn't do it. And props to everybody that can because it's fucking scary. I don't blame you because there's nothing worse than the sound of a comedian bombing. It's it's just silence. And there were many of them on there bombing. I believe it. I've I didn't seen, have any material. Yeah, I've seen some uh, open mic comic uh, things at Helium and brutal. at... Yeah. It's and brutal. Man, People it, are not nice. They they're not giving you any. Uh uh-uh. uh Just you know, pity applause. Right. That shit is dead silent. I mean, I can be at a maybe party. a groan. I can be at a party and start talking and get the room to listen to me tell a story. You do the same thing, right? But man, up on that stage with the microphone and people looking at me, and I've had a quite a bit of time on stage. But right, I was fucking scared. I my dick shrunk. I was scared. But yeah, on stage when you're up performing with music, you're prepared. That's you. You feel comfortable doing that. You know, even if something goes wrong and you miss a verse or something happens, and you know how to handle yourself in right. a musical situation. Right. Not this. Yeah, not that. Not this. And I, I've, it scared me so bad and I was so disappointed in myself. I, 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 this all happened with the girl leaving. This is all in the same time frame, getting yelled at by the other girl at a party. I, I was so down on myself. But at the same time, I was like, it's content for the show, for the podcast at right. least. And it's life experience. But at the same time, I was like, 
you're a you're a social fucking moron when it comes to meeting women, and you are a fucking pussy when it comes to doing shit that you say you do. And I was so down on it, and it was a weird experience because I didn't look at it as failure. I looked at it as like, okay, just be be pissed at yourself for like a day, and then get your shit back together and get it get your get your shit going again, which is is a different way of approaching that kind of experience, right. which I used to just go get fucked up, drunk, feel like shit for a couple of days and forget it happened. This, I kind of thought about it, dealt with it, laughed at myself. Right. And then moved on. Well, and two, it's all, it's not like you had a booked gig and you flaked on it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm not getting like paid. no one, right. And nobody was like, God, I really wish I would have seen that Bunton character because he seemed funny. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a girl? Is it a girl's name? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it was an experience. I'll, I'll, I would not. I, I wouldn't have even made it as far. I wouldn't have even chugged the box of wine and walked down the street. I would have stayed quietly pussified in my own house. By the way, walking around drinking wine is awesome. Yeah, it I sounds, went through Lad's Edition, which is a really part pretty, pretty good. Part it was nice, but I don't know if I. I don't know if I have it. I don't know if I can do it. I might be able to write for someone else, but I don't know if I have the balls to go up there and do it. And anybody that does, touche. Either you're completely inept as far as uh, like you've got Asperger's or something and you can't read people and you just get up there and and flop every time. And And you're like, I did excellent. Yeah, I'm pretty good. My mom says I'm fucking funny. I can't make eye contact, but uh, that was great, great set. Yeah, but anybody that can do that, kudos that's uh, that's tough much, stuff. Much different than just being a social uh, butterfly storyteller. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or doing what we're doing here. Because let's be honest, we're if, in a fucking room, so- right? And if something completely fails, we can rewind. Right. Exactly. And we can record it again or plan out how we think it might end up being funnier. Or we can completely bomb and be like, well, fuck it. Right. That sucked. Let's move on to the next thing. Right. We're not standing in front of an audience being judged. We're sending it out there and then like it or don't, whatever. And I really, truly don't care what other people think that I don't know and care about. But I don't know. I felt like I was in that dream, you know, where you're naked and you're at school. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I wasn't even up on stage. Yeah, that's a little bit. I mean, you're just a- asking to be Kicking judged, r- right? Just outright. Right. Well, I, I don't know. I might do it again. I, I think I have to as as part of like a a, a phase in my life in order yeah. to go. Because eh. I would jump out of an airplane. I would. I wouldn't have any issues with that, as far as I know. You know, I right. haven't gone up in the airplane and have an opportunity. Maybe I'd puss out of that too. But I think I, I think I need to do it. But I don't know. It was different. It was an it was an experience of yeah. me pussing out, and it was almost from like a you know a different perspective. Like I was floating above myself, like you dummy. You're like watching yourself <laughs> flee the scene. Right, get back in there. Fuck no, 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 not me. I need more wine. Yeah, but anyway. Well, we'll see what happens next time we do a show, and I do other stuff. Fucked up, dumb <laughs> shit. All right. Well, let's get into some douchebags of the week. Say hi to your mom. I'm going to fly her brains out. I was going fishing. It sounds I like just... it sounds like what you were fishing for was sex with a 12-year-old girl. Paging Dr. Douchebag. All right. I'm just going to preface this with, uh, I apologize if I did not write this story. It's written so stupidly. <laughs> Didn't you think when you were a kid that writers that got published... Knew what they were doing. Yes, because they did. How much, I mean, I think, what is it, like probably 50 or 60% of the copy that we get for these stories is written horribly. It's written horribly. And the worst ones are the ones where the people try to like put in like funny, funny words. Zingers. Yeah. No. Just give us the facts. Just give us the facts. It's a fucking like news story about some jerk. You don't have to be a jerk in writing it. Right, right. Uh, we've heard of popping some Molly, which uh, for you listeners is is ecstasy. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, and sweating, but not popping Molly, snorting some coke, carjapping, carjacking an ambulance, careening every which way through traffic, and then jerking off in the police station. <laughs> the above scenario was just a night out for Colorado State student Stefan Sortland. Sortland took the above mentioned above mentioned drugs before heading off to a Halloween party. At some point in the night. 
Sortland no- noticed an empty ambulance outside and thought, shit, time for some joyriding. According to police reports, uh, they tracked the vehicle and found it in bad shape. Loveland police officers said they found the ambulance in the middle of Highway 34 with several doors open, heavy front end damage, and fluid leaking. An officer said it appeared the driver of an ambulance had hit the raised median, jumped the curb, hit a sign, went the wrong way, and crossed back over the median before stopping. They found 18, 18 years old. 18-year-old Stefan Sortland standing about 30 yards from the stopped ambulance wearing an EMT vest. (laughs) Officers shot him with a stun gun when he refused their commands. He was holding a blanket, a cell phone, and a box of wheat thins. After eventually subduing the 18-year-old, the cops took him back to the station where more hijinks ensued. He was taken to the police department. There he stood on a bench, kicked the wall, and masturbated. In the cop shop, <laughs> masturbating. Police said during an interview with officers, Sortland made a reference that his friend's roommates were dead in heaven and had committed suicide. So, have you ever done uh, ecstasy? Yeah. Is it, what's it like? Is it like acid? It's, it's not, I don't think it's ever, I think, I think total I've tried to take it four times and one time it worked. Oh, really? But it wasn't even, I mean, like I felt funny the other times, but. I don't think it ever really truly worked on me. And then the last time it did, I would never take it again. Really? Yeah. Why? It, well, because I'm too, too old. Oh, <laughs> but okay. um, it was kind of like LSD in the sense, like kind of like the body feeling. Mm-hmm. I didn't really hallucinate that much, but super speedy. Like one of those things where I'm like, you know, five hours into it. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. It's, the, it's, it's like uh, Molly's going, nope. And it's not, and I'm going to lay down. got another six hours. Yeah, I'm going to lay down in bed, and this is what I hear. (laughs) For hours. That sounds like it sucks. So could you imagine doing a little blow on top of that? And that? I mean, that's... that's, I don't know that it would even like... Oh, really? It's like that kind of thing. All right, all right. I don't know that it would really do anything to you, but... I mean, if it was, it was fun. Like I had a good time, but then it's like, you know, you just want it to be one of those things where I'm like, I'm done now. I would like to go night night now. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see any more clowns. Yeah. I, uh, I, I I remember that with uh, LSD. You're like, huh? Yeah. Done. This 10 hours. I'm, I'm finished now. Thanks. A little tired. Like to go to sleep. I'd like to close my eyes and not see skeletons with like fucking snakes in their eye sockets. (laughs) For five minutes. That'd be nice. I remember seeing an infinite line of <laughs> of of people doing the uh, walk like an Egyptian, <laughs> but it was just going on to infinity and like a bunch of like five or six different roads. It's like hands and they, across America. Exactly. And they were doing the walk like an Egyptian and I was listening to Bob Marley and they're like, oh, fuck. It's never going to go away. I'm sure you felt like this in your times of taking LSD where you are like, this is how I'm going to feel for the rest of my life. Right. Like I'm not like you forget you're on a drug how it's going to feel to be normal again. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, when your whole conception of time is completely blown out of perspective, it's it's confusing. The nutty part for me about that is that I took the majority of my LSD when I was in high school. Well, you're, you're like, like, how effed up is that? That I was even like, your brain's not even fully functioning, fully developed or that I even had that much time. To not be around my parents, like where that was the worst when you had to, I would, I took acid at school and then had to go home and like, you know, deal with my parents long enough to be able to get out and go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, ecstasy people say, you know, it's, I've never, I haven't taken it enough to know what the hell is supposed to do or whatever, but. Sounds so fucking out of the loop. Remember when like you're an expert at drugs? Now I'm an it's expert like, at Robitussin and uh and leave and watching bed eating cookies. That's what you want to talk to an expert. I will fucking yeah. enlighten you, motherfuckers. Well, here's another story um, about masturbation. Okay, um, I don't think this one involves any Molly. So did he? He got in trouble and all that shit. Yes, he was. He was at this cop station when you, he was jerking off. If so. I, I mean, he that's a pretty dick move to do. But I mean, I don't think I'd let him sober up and kind of maybe let him like. Oh. Some oh God. Can you imagine stuff? sobering up in the and I mean the guys sound like he didn't really know what was He's going like, on. He's like, this is the worst like, place to be horny. Yeah, sobering up in the in a jail cell. Yeah. Ugh. 
I have to say, that's something that's never happened to me. Masturbating in a jail? Just being in a jail cell <laughs> at all. Yeah, I, I dodged so, that bullet. Yeah, me too. Uh, a Florida a man Florida man was arrested last month after allegedly walking outside his home while naked and touching himself. Anthony Smith, 21, explained to authorities he gets a, quote, high to have others see him naked. But the real issue could be his strict mother, who actually has a rule of no no porn inside the house. She's got to put her foot down somewhere. Well, he's He tw- won't stop. He's 21. He won't stop. Maybe he should move out of he needs to. He needs to, you know what he needs is those horse blinders. <laughs> Just stop looking at porn for five minutes, please, little Ricky. That's what prompted the nude suspect to go outside in the middle of the day uh, in hopes that he could, that someone would see him. He's he an was, exhibitionist. Yes. He wasn't disappointed, although others probably were. A witness told the police they saw the clothesless Smith masturbating in the yard. So he didn't even have clothes on. Ugh, his poor mother. As officers responded, they saw him bending down naked in the driveway after seeing the officers, the real ones, not porn ones. Stupid, stupid writer. Oh, so okay. That's a joke. Stupid. That is not funny. He ran inside the home and put some clothes on. He was charged with exposure of sexual organs. Is that a thing? It's called indecent exposure, uh, Joel Landau. Right. Seriously, his poor mom... You're 21 years old. Well, she's probably not a gem if she wa- raised a 21-year-old fucking- Still at home. Still at home, and he's like, but mom, I want to look at the porno. Probably doesn't leave because, you know, you, can't, you never know when you might want to look at it. I like the- this is, this is something I like, though. A person that is, uh, that's passionate about what they're into, and that's the person that takes all their clothes off to jack off. Yeah. That's like. He's got to be. I hate the idea of having to even take my dick out. If I could be fully dressed. He needs to be unfettered. Yeah. He's got to have it. Well, you know what? If there's a breeze, maybe that helps or something. You know, like blowing gently through his pubic hair. What was the mother doing while he's just out in the front yard? Shaking her head. I'm sorry, man. That's when you're going to. Finishing off the last of the Shastas, which she's doing. Quit beating off for five minutes and go get some more Shasta. She seriously needs to... Like, what would you do if you were an adult person and you had a child who was out on your front lawn? I I mean, do you call the cops? No. Do you, like, what do you do? You it's in, your own kid. You invest in a industrial strength fire hose and fucking right. put the hose yeah. on that asshole. Yeah. A homeless man is facing charges after he allegedly stole an ambulance from outside a hospital. This is another ambulance story. Um, and tried to drive it to a topless bar. There's a as lot. You would. There is a reoccurring theme in here. There is all kinds of sex. People are sex yeah. crazy. And you know what? If you want to expedite it, is that a word? If you want to expedite expedite the situation, you jump into an ambulance. That's a fast way to get to it. It is. You could turn on the sirens if you can figure out how to do that. Yeah. You get there quicker. It's safe. People part the ways for you. The Oakland County Sheriff's Office said Brian Joseph Criscio allegedly got into a Star EMS ambulance Sunday, which was parked at a hospital and took off. I like how these, I mean, I guess they don't lock ambulances so that they can be got into quickly and sped off. But like, how are these freakos getting access to all these ambulances so easily? There's Where a, do I get one? There's a surplus. And there's so many ambulances all over the place. Also, I'm thinking, doesn't all, don't all cars, especially emergency vehicles have some sort of uh, device that tells you where it is at all times. Right. So why would you even start with that? Wouldn't you go to the bottom of the barrel if you really needed to get somewhere? I guess yeah. he's making a point. Like, I like to party. Yeah. I love to party. And I need a loud car that shows, yeah. like, hey, look at me, everybody. And I am a fucking animal, a party um, animal. Probably going to get pretty lit, so it might be okay to have some of these some of this medical equipment in the back. Right. If I need it later. This place, this this car, this truck lives where drugs are. It, there's probably drugs in here, so... That's true. Yeah, I got to get where I'm going loud, fast, and this is the car for me. And I like lights. A deputy used cell phone technology to track the ambulance. There you go. Um, and police pulled it over. During his arrest, Chris Gio said he was on his way to the, quote, booby trap, a topless <laughs> bar in Detroit. 
to, to see some pole dancing. He was arranged Tuesday on a charge of unlawful driving away from an automobile. Uh, the sheriff said he's homeless and he has some mental issues. You should see this guy's fucking uh, mugshot. He's like, hey, yo. The booby trap. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think that is going to be my default. Where have you been up to and where, where were you like uh, last night? Booby trap. Booby trap. Booby trap. Booby trap. Of course. What are you doing uh, for the holidays? Uh, probably going to be at the booby trap. Probably going to be with uh, Shaughnessy at the booby trap. <laughs> Where do you work? Booby trap. I, I love the booby trap. I'm the head bouncer at the uh, booby trap. Do you know Jasmine? She works Oh, at, yeah, yeah. Isn't that the, my niece. Yeah. Jasmine. There's a Jasmine <laughs> at every strip There club. is. There definitely is. And a crystal. Yeah. Crystal and a Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, why not use an ambulance? I think he needed, I think he's just like, I need I some want, action. Like, why are the keys left in these ambulances? Like the, the, the drivers of the ambulances can't be bothered to just have the keys. Is it maybe one of those uh, button ignite init- ignitions? Maybe. maybe, I don't know. I think probably what happened is the uh, paramedics had just left the door open. Because who's going to steal an ambulance? This guy, Kruski. <laughs> I would like to know the hard data like the numbers on how many ambulances are stolen I kn- annually. Right. And what state, oh, we already know what state yeah. get, they get stolen mm-hmm. from. But, uh, and, and, and countries too. Because I bet you that in Paris, there's not a lot of ambulances stolen. In Switzerland, like, not a lot. It's because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of the siren. Uh. <laughs> Okay, here's a story that's a little bit off the beaten path from what we've been dealing with okay. today with our with our subject matter. All right. Uh, self-confessed craftivist, which apparently is a word, oh. Casey Jenkins is causing quite a stir with her performance piece known as, quote, casting off my womb. Casting off your womb. It's not-, not for the squeamish. It involves her placing an entire knitting ball of wool deep inside her vagina using it to knit various garments over 28 days. She even continues to knit whilst going through menstruation. Oh, good. This is a quote. If you take a good hard look at a vulva, you realize it's just a bit of a body. There's nothing that's shocking or scary. You know, nothing that's going to run out and eat you up. So is a butthole, dummy. Each day she inserts a new spiel of wool inside spiel. Spiel. Is that correct? Is it S- spiel S- or spiel? It's spiel. Spiel. Not spiel. Sh- like, I didn't know. Maybe that's a homonym. Well, that's what I said. I said spiel, but it's spiel. A spiel. S-P-I-E-L. Let's just say a ball. A ball. A spiel. She inserts a new ball of wool inside herself. And whilst that might seem a rather unusual place, she admits it's neither painful nor uncomfortable. You know where you'd make money is selling those what like let's say she has nose warmers that she's making sell those in the jail. Dudes would pay bank or it's in true. Japan. I know. I wonder this is a really short story. There's actually a video um called vaginal vaginal knitting. Um I've seen this too. Mm-hmm. I've seen like the, the the video that that is about her um I wonder what she makes. If she like, does she sell Nose like an ugly Christmas sweater I could Nose buy? Warmers. And That's like the bloody makes. part is like the Santa hat or right. something. Like, does she plan it out like that? Or <laughs> she knits sea creatures that smell just like they came out of the ocean. <laughs> here's a seahorse and here's a starfish. <laughs> this little guy, he's a he's an octopus. All from my vagina. Uh, I don't she's think a look anybody. At me. She's a look at me person. I don't think that she's a craftivist. I don't think that anyone thinks that the vulva is scarier. It's going to eat you, but I don't want to wear a sweater that came out of your puss. And who gives a shit? True. Like, who cares? Like, what? I mean, you could put wool up your ass and knit it and knit yeah. something out of it. It's who gives a shit? It's like I'm giving birth to everything that I, everything that I knit, Jenny. Here's an arm warmer with my menstrual blood on it. Mm, that's nice. To warm you. I made these scarves. <laughs> they have little bacon and eggs on the bottom. This one has a Seattle theme. <laughs> this one's the Denver Broncos. <laughs> For your father. 
seriously, who gives a shit? <laughs> these ones are for Virgos. <laughs> I made these socks there for Virgos. These little ones have little wookies on them. You like that? These ones are baby booties. Yeah, soon I'll be able to get my kegels good enough. I won't even need to knit. I'll just pop them out. <laughs> she, there you go. Yeah, there's a sock. That's what she needs to do. She needs to work oh, on doing, you know how you like, gloves. you tie a cherry stem into a knot in your mouth, knit that shit inside, right. and then I'm going to be impressed right. about it. Oh, there's a cabbage patch doll. Oh, Cosby sweater. <laughs> mm, speaking of Cosby. Oops, this one has three arms. <laughs> Got a little overzealous. Okay, here's our here's our last story. This one goes kind of back to our original theme, but it's still about vaginas, so you'll be happy. This is this is by the way, this is coincidence. Yeah, we did not look for these. In, no, we didn't try to have a theme, but we right. kind of. It, it, this is kind of our Christmas show, so we wanted to give back. Merry Christmas, with vaginas Christ- around the world. With our Christmas theme. This says Manatee, which is Florida. Manatee is a. Uh, a town in Florida. A woman was arrested on Sunday afternoon after getting to, into a fight with her twin sister about a vibrator and her boyfriend. Heidi Creamer, that's her name. I'm not making it up. <laughs> Heidi Creamer started fighting with her twin at 1.38 p.m. Real quick, sorry yeah. to interrupt. Don't twins just constantly fight? About vibrators, they do. I think that if I had a twin, I would... Definitely want to establish myself as the alpha of the you two. Got, you got And to. that would be me just kicking the shit out of him You have constantly. to establish the alpha. Or you work together as an evil mastermind, but one's going to stab poison yeah. or push the other one off. Of, what of, you've like, got to do, high. first of all, is establish the, tele- the telekinetic. Is that what it, it is? The you got to establish the brain communication. I don't want you to ever open your mouth when you're talking Mental to... Mental telepathy. Yes, yeah. thank you. Telepathy. You shouldn't have to fight over the vibrator verbally because you're already in, in their heads, right? Because right. twins are magic. You constantly are playing a non-stop Connect Four game. Pretty sneaky, sis. Uh, Heidi Creamer started fighting with her twin at 1.38 p.m., over Heidi's boyfriend and a sexual toy, and the verbal argument soon turned to blows, according to probable cause affidavit. Creamer started to punch her sister in the face, just like you said, establish that alpha. Yes. In the foyer of the apartment, knocking her to the floor. The victim started punching Creamer away, started kicking Creamer away as Creamer punched, scratched, and pulled at her twin's hair. Creamer's, it, got, it got violent fast, too, I bet. That's it went the, like, it was a powder keg, that relationship. That's how the Creamers do it. Yeah. Fuck, I hate her. Creamer stopped after a few minutes and began grabbing her personal belongings, stacking them outside the front door and stating that she wanted to leave. When Creamer exited the front door to place some items outside, her twin slammed the door and locked Creamer outside. Creamer versus Creamer. <gasps> it totally is. When a deputy arrived on the scene, the twin sister was on her balcony of her apartment with blood on her face and she was yelling at her neighbors. Creamer was yes, banging. thrown at the fences like <laughs> anybody else wants some because I'm already, I'm, I'm on. I'm Creamer! The switch is on if anybody else wants some. Creamer was banging on the front door, screaming obscenities and yelling at the officers. The deputy handcuffed Creamer, citing safety concern about her aggressive behavior and placed her in the back of the patrol vehicle. When, she read, when he read Creamer, her Miranda writes, she began screaming that she was fighting with the twin sister over a vibrator. She refused to speak to the officer. She's being charged with domestic battery as well, and uh, she was released on bond. Yeah. You you couldn't hold her. No mm-hmm. jail could hold the creamer. No. Creamer one or creamer two. You cannot hold the creamer. No. But don't you imagine either you, you get along with the mental telepathy with your twin or you're just trying to yeah. kill them? You're either the twins that are like creepily in love with each other or you're the twins that are constantly fighting for dominance. Like one eats a cinnamon roll and the other one tastes it? Yeah. Mm, God, that cinnamon roll is good, Devin. Yeah. They punch, Kramer punches herself in the face and the other one feels Corsican it. Corsican brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so those are your douchebags of the week for episode number 211 of The Hideous Creature Show. Jenny, we're coming to the end of another hideous creature we are. show. Um, I wanted to say real quick uh, for anybody that's interested in coming out and seeing uh, the band that I'm singing for, um, which is called KD and the Hurt. Again, uh, we're playing a show the 26th, the day after Christmas at Dante's. Oh, cool. 
uh, at 9 p.m. It's five bucks. And we're playing a show the next night, 27th, at the Kennedy School. And it's 7 p.m. It's free. Oh, nice. And it's all ages. Where, so, where in the Kennedy School are you playing? The gym. Oh, okay. So wow. anybody that has kids, if you have kids, my kid's going to be there. So Sweet you can come Kayla and Thomas. it's free, which is awesome. Oh, nice. So come and check it out if Kennedy you want. Kennedy School's kind of, that's all right. You can go yeah. to that steam bath thing. And it's seven, it's seven to nine. So I know most of the gigs that I've been doing are Wednesday night after everybody's bedtime, at least after yours, old man Button. That's right. So I get tired. I know. I get tired too. And I have to be there to actually entertain people. I'm fucking <laughs> tired. So 7 p.m. is going to work out nicely for me. Uh, if you would like to find anything about the Hideous Creature Show, just Google it. We'll pop up everywhere. You can go to our website, which is Hideous Creature Show at squarespace.com. You can find us on Facebook, which is Hideous Creature Show, Hideous Creature Show Podcast at facebook.com. And uh, we have a telephone number that still works, I think. I don't know. I haven't checked it. So I'm well, lazy we have, and Well, forgetful. and we haven't done a show in... A couple of months too, so I don't know who would have called. I know that we got some, but it's just like I forget, and then I go to put them onto a different format, and I forget. And yeah, I'm just I'm a loser. Well, I we may, already I may, established yeah. that. I'm just lazy. I have gotten so <laughs> lazy. I'm telling you. Um, what else? A special thanks one to one Michael Kelly. I just want to give a shout out to uh, some friends who are getting married. Chris and Michelle. Oh, congratulations. Married New Year's Eve, which is awesome. Congratulations. Which is awesome. Chris. And I love you guys. Uh, a shout out to my friend uh, Jack Owen Jr., who is in uh, federal penitentiary at the moment. Uh, stay. If you, I don't know if you can listen to podcasts or not, but Jack, if you hear this, stick with it, buddy. Stay with us. We love you and can't wait to hear from you when you are released in 2015. Anything else, Jenny? Not that I can think of. I'm happy to be here, though. I'm happy I'm that stoked. I know I'm so that it took to so you. long to get our... get. Oh, well, we both had the fucking horrible, like, 17-day flu, yeah, which was, was awful. I talked about... I, I put an old episode out and I talked about us It being was sick. bad. And we both had it staggered, too. So, like... I had it, and then starting kind of the time I was feeling good, then you had it. So it just like wi- completely wiped out the month of November yes, for it both did. of us. Fucking terrible thing. The intro this week was Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. If you have not seen that show, you can go on to YouTube. I know they have a bunch of episodes they're there. They're so it's funny. And you can brilliant. watch them out of order, and they're still good if they, you know, if they don't have all of them. Right. If it's- you think it's stupid, then you don't get it. And that's then okay. you probably will get clown cancer. Yeah, you, you ask clown ass <laughs> cancer, which is double funny. <laughs> the outro this week is going to be the Kinks, Father Christmas. Everybody, thank you for listening to the show. Jenny, again, it's so good to see you. I know, you too. And uh, we're going to do another show when we can. Until then, yeah. have a great, great Christmas. And we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the show. We love you. Bye-bye. When I was small,
Have yourself a good time But remember the kids who got nothing While you're drinking down your wine Please hand it over We'll beat you up So don't make 